Sir, we are back. Black print. Man, what episode is this? 33? 33? 32, close. 32, I'm almost oh, okay. there. That's crazy. I just saw like I saw a license plate that said 33 at 333 yesterday. It's, 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 it's all a sign. Angel numbers. It's all a sign. J5 here with Josh Pease. Josh Pease, ESTP. Carbonated P. Yeah, man, I got a fucking sparkling carbonated <laughs> water right now. Shout out to Erewhon. They don't know the difference. They just be putting them all out together. <laughs> Shit crazy. I'm telling you, they're trying to they're trying to take us out. Nah, I fuck with Erewhon. Um I'm actually about to join the membership. I'm like, fuck it, I need to How get some money back. How much it's is like two hundred bucks a year or something like that. For fucking what? Nah, but you get like ten percent back. It's like it's a, actually a really good deal. Like it ends up paying for itself. You yeah. get like free drinks every week or every month or something like that. It's actually a really good deal. Mark sent a TikTok of somebody that was drinking those shakes and said they were the worst shakes they ever heard. That bitch smoothies. capping. I had the shakes. Them shits is good. I had the Haley Baldwin one. That shit was actually our Haley Bieber. So she was fire. She's not, she's not popular right now. Why not? It's this whole thing going on. There we're actually, B-Sides today, we're going to talk about all of the, the crazy celebrity tea today huh. <laughs> on B-Sides. But apparently she, she's, she was dissing Selena Gomez. And I didn't know she was racist. I didn't, I didn't really. No, nah, well, we're calling people racist now. I didn't realize Selena Gomez's <laughs> voice was that annoying. <laughs> I like saw her in a movie and I thought that was like an accent. I thought she was like putting on. I watched the last. Like, um, Mad Deep? It's weird. It's just a weird, like very New Yorkish, but I'm not sure if she's from New York. Nah. I watched the latest Woody Allen movie. The one oh, that was on yeah, Amazon yeah, that had yeah, her yeah. in it. Yeah. It's actually pretty good. Um, but yeah, I'm like, this is how this bitch talks. I sit so I watched that movie and I thought that was an accent and then I watched like a round table she did around yeah. the Oscars and I was like, Oh, she really talks like that. Yeah, she's in like some beef, some three triple threat match type shit with Haley Bieber, her and Kylie Jenner. Of course, a Kardashian's involved. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean in some way. But yeah, MC in the building. I'm sorry, we were on a uh, on a complete total aside <laughs> without introducing MC. Sorry, bud. I just had to double check and see if Selena Gomez was a Cali girl. She's from Texas. I forgot she was a Texas girl. Yeah. She was repping Spurs, uh, repping a Spurs jersey the other uh, the other year. I completely forgot about that. Wow. So Texas, it, it makes sense. It makes sense. I don't think she's racist. Well, hey, Haley, I don't, I don't know. In, I don't okay. know. I yeah. don't know nothing about that's this is, this is on what it. I'm hearing. Uh, all right. Yeah, I, I have no clue. Nothing about this. I'm just updated by my wife, uh, like often on this stuff, and I'm like, Off. okay, okay. I'm just like. You just nod, just kind of like, yeah, yeah. The E News T, yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's all the I e know. E News T be going too crazy. Hey, that's what this episode is. E News, uh, we entertainment news this week for oh, sure. Man. But uh, shout out to everybody who listened to Amp Radio last week. We had some really bomb ass numbers last week. Like yeah, yeah. We, we killed it. We had uh, my boy from the Ringer and uh, and and the Sound Only podcast, Micah Peters, did his thing. I love his perspective on on just so much stuff like. Mm-hmm. We got into a real good conversation about complimenting your boys. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, and he, he gave us a really good uh, movie list. So if you, you yep. know, check that episode out, if you're subscribed to Patreon, yep. ton of good movies in there. Absolutely. Um, sure, some clips popping up on uh, Instagram uh, yeah. and YouTube soon. There will be, right, MC? Absolutely. Big shout outs to our official 100 sus- subscriber, my brother Shaq. We are at 100 subs on YouTube. Woo! Feeling That's good. Hey, hey. Moving on up. We moving. Hey, there's the thing. 100 might not seem not, like nothing close to 100K, but it's from 100 to 100K. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, That's no, you you got to get 100 first to get 100K. Exactly. So we like, well on the way. It, it, and it shows that like we're showing up with people's algorithm. We're showing up with people's subscribe list. Like that, that's hard because we put out stuff every single week on that YouTube and, and everybody's fucking with it. And speaking of things that other people are fucking with, they loved Throw Black. Oh yeah, Throwblacks. That was that was a great fucking episode. I've had so many people reach out like, "Yo, you made me go back and revisit the album." Yeah, I didn't realize that album wasn't as pivotal and iconic in some people's lives as it is in mine. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like that's just just like the biggest thing in my world sometimes. And like other people are like, "Oh, I never really listened to it." I'm like, or someone told me they didn't think it was great, and I'm like, <laughs> "That's crazy, like, huh?" 
That's so crazy. yeah, it's just interesting to see. I mean, it's definitely a generational thing. The yeah. people I was speaking to were a little younger than me. Um, but I think it's just it's crazy to me that, you know, because of power and Hollywood and yeah. what 50's done after his rap career, people don't really think of him as this like superstar rap star. And I don't want to say yeah. this is like unfair. Or I don't want to say it's like I don't want to use the word unfair, but I think it is crazy that when we talk about like the Illmatics, the blueprints, the reasonable doubts that we don't talk about Get Rich or Die Trying because it's absolutely a classic. Yeah, I mean, I, it's funny. I damn near rank it as more of a classic than Reasonable Doubt and, and Illmatic because it was in the era where you had to have hits on the album to carry it. Yeah. So it had the hits and it had the underground hits and it had everything that everyone wanted from a right. rapper at the time. And yeah, I just graded on a higher scale. I, it, it baffles me that people don't appreciate the album as, as we do. It was a zeitgeist. I, and I think in a way that those albums weren't, where it was like it, it created a a cult of personality around Fifty Cent for the whole year. Yep, and he ran that whole year. Yeah. Like we th- like in a vacuum, those albums came out in the '90s. It was a lot different, but like in as a as a whole in hip hop, like Get Rich or Die Trying is that album. Like yeah, he, it, he ran the whole year. Yeah, it sparked something beyond him. I think you know creating G Unit and giving Aftermath and Interscope that spark. Like what he brought to the game is is well beyond who he is now right and i don't think that's appreciated enough right so we're going to give you guys a chance to listen to that that uh throw blacks episode and when we come back next month with the next episode of throw blacks we're going to talk about some of the things you guys said about the episode and some of the things mm-hmm. people have been bringing up people have been like you gotta t- you gotta touch on this you gotta talk about this and we're gonna we're gonna get to that where we're gonna get to it next episode we're gonna do like a post-mortem where we, where we kind of talk about the reception in the last month but so far so good y'all and thank you guys for fucking with our, our newest show it's kind of hard to put new shows out because you never know how people are going to attach to it, right? Yep. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. But I don't know. This idea is something that's been on my heart for a while now. Mm-hmm. I've just always wanted to kind of revisit these classic albums. Yeah. And, you know, uh, this platform afforded us the opportunity to do that. So I'm Absolutely. excited. It's, it's dope. It's dope. Thank you, guys. But I, I want to start the episode off with, like, in a somber note, but kind of, like, celebratory, too. I want to say RIP to Lance Reddick, man. man. Like, this, from The Wire to John Wick. Yeah which comes out this this upcoming week is going to be his probably i think his final theatrical wow. role is john wick four um he, he does stuff for video game a game that i play all yeah. the time what, what game he's been on a couple of video games i feel like he's uh he's on a, he's on this game called horizon for yeah. ps for playstation he actually did the, the facial yeah i saw like, i remember seeing his face in the video game before i i feel like i played it even but yeah he's yeah. in that and then i and then I, i'm a big destiny player i play destiny i know a lot of people play destiny he's the voice of like one of the main people oh, wow. in the game and it's just it, again this guy's career has spent I, I remember i first saw him on oz yeah i was gonna say like that. he's one of those black actors that's like always there yeah but like you don't really know his name like exactly. i didn't really know his name until he passed yeah. um which is sad of me but uh once it, once the news came out, i'm like oh shit like this mm-hmm. is he's been in a ton of things like i didn't even really think i just start watching john wick so i didn't even yeah. really put that together but instantly i thought about the wire thought about oz yeah um there's another film he was in that i really really enjoyed gotta look it up he, he's he's just been in so much stuff for the past decade like decades upon decades of, of a body of work and mark i know you haven't checked out the wire yet which is sacrilegious yeah that's actually kind of crazy that's crazy but i, I need you to tap in I'm trying to. I promise I'm trying to. I'm trying to knock out more of the frontal things that are in my uh TV catalog. But it's it's gonna it's gonna happen though. Turn that Ted Lasso shit off, man. That'll that'll still be here. The wire, you gotta respect Lance Reddick, bro. You gotta you gotta show him love, bro. For real. Do I already know him from a meme? I probably already know him. I know way more wire me wire memes than I do from actual like wire episodes, and I think that's kind of insane. Well, th- I think a lot of people that go to the wire now. They they realize the WeeBay. They realize that yeah. this is bullshit. They realize a whole bunch of like, uh, like the the one where McNulty kicks his desk. That's another popular meme. Yep, like, kick desk is my favorite. I just type in kick desk gif and I think it's just some random nigga kicking a desk. <laughs> that's from the, from the wire. wire. I don't know it. Uh, you got you have um Stringer in the car when he's when he like looks like this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the one where he's at the meeting. Like, there's so much stuff. But like, once you get the act, because the thing about the wire. The Wire is actually a really funny show. Like, it's not all dour and sad. Like, The Wire is low-key really, really funny. And those moments are are played to be, in some in some certain like instances, they're, they're played to be funny and comedic in some ways. But the show is amazing. And Lance Reddick, he played Daniels, who was kind of like the, mm-hmm. the head honcho of, of thing. And he kind of moves around. I'm not going to spoil it, but he moves around a lot in the, in the series. But 
Lance Reddick passed away at 60 years old, man. Man, so young. That's the thing that, um, you know, scares me a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know how he passed away exactly, but. They, they send they, they send the police believe it was natural causes. Um, We won't know. A lot of people are speculating because he didn't go to the John Wick premiere in New York. Uh, and and uh, he stayed behind, and they were thinking he might have had a health issue that people didn't know about. And uh, again, it, it kind of drives home like we're in our thirties now. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. we we have to like check our health because we're losing people at a crazy rate at this point. Yeah, man, it's it's crazy. It's sad. I've I've been just thinking about health a lot lately. Like it's funny enough, I was thinking about this morning. Like, man, should I start smoking? <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, like just, wow, whoa. wait a minute, wait a minute. It's crazy, right? I can't even believe it. It's um, not like you it's not like you smoke cigarettes. And- no, nah, but I think just in general, I think I just want to be the best version of myself. Okay. I think that's, you know, just cutting out the things that I don't that don't make me better mm-hmm. exactly. I and, I and weed makes me better in some sense, I think. Um what does it do for you, smoking weed? Oh no, I mean, I think it just literally calms me, relaxes me. I think um I know, like you know, after I like, if I'm having a stressful day and I smoke a blunt, that relaxes me. Yeah, uh, it's like watching a movie or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, also, I think it just kind of like slows me down a little bit. Like I, I liken it to um, Max Payne when at the Dead Eye yeah, mode. The, yeah, the little uh, yeah. Slow, slow it, like I just I, it helps me think <laughs> about the whole table and see things. Yeah. and, and kind of attack it that way. Um, but you know, it's it's not the most uh healthy habit. And you know, even though it's not cigarettes, it's still putting smoke and you know. Yeah cancer gens in your body i smoke blunts so it's like i'm still kind of affecting or getting that effect somehow how many how many do you smoke a day that's a great question um <laughs> it depends honestly like it might be one blunt a day it might be two it might be three sometimes it yeah. might be none honestly like right. some days i just i'm so busy i'm going through a day it is what it is I, i'm trying to think if i want to just go cold turkey with stopping or if i want to like wean myself off with like a vape pen or something like that i um sure i've always like wonder what it's like to just stop smoking weed cold turkey it's like out here so many people do it yeah where it's like i, I don't even know what it is to not like i work with a weed brand it's like i don't it's yeah. kind of crazy to think about <laughs> but um but for i don't know like i, I, I i've been thinking about stopping cold turkey just because like i think it's it's possible right but then also i'm like um it does affect your mood a little bit like when you smoke continuously it's like you you kind of know that you're going to be in a certain type of mood every right. single day so like once you kind of cut that out like there's been days where i didn't smoke for two or three days i'm like oh my mood is a little more sour than it should be yeah but i think there's ways to kind of like supplement that do you feel like that's like a placebo where it's like okay i stopped smoking maybe it's like my body is like telling me to feel this way even though i might really not be in a sour mood it's yeah just I, I need it's just, to have it yeah it's just your body's just kind of going through that cravings and i think that's for anything you do repeatedly didn't stop um you stop candy stop yeah smoking. i stopped candy i stopped smoking i've been eating a lot candy's of easy. candy's not easy candy's not easy candy's not easy really if it was easy i would have did it already yeah, sugars <laughs> is probably harder than drugs yeah i've been thinking too like what would i supplement weed with because like i not that you have to but like i don't know i've been thinking about like microdosing shrooms why don't you and, do like, yoga I, I it's funny i'm about to join a pilates class or okay. like a uh, a gym or something uh that's money in the case y'all didn't know pilates is mm-hmm. i i just want i'm more of a tone type of guy like i'm not yeah. trying to get buff right so it's like i just need the tone and scope so pilates is the best way to do that um shit he, um est said his mind got clearer once he put the lean down it might be good uh, lean and, and weed are two different things yeah <laughs> <laughs> two but different ESD things stops on estg stop, stop drinking lean uh, he said it on whatever that record with Boozy. I think it was the oh, record yeah, with Boozy. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, my mind, my mind got clearer, bro. <laughs> He's Cap. I just seen the video of him drinking lean. I mean, it, <laughs> rappers stop and start lean repeatedly. I've, Have y'all seen this? This there's a picture going around. I saw it from Amp. Shout out to Amp Pavelli on uh, on Twitter. Uh, somebody took a picture of his of his new video, and it just his hairline is crazy. Oh uh, no, and I didn't repeat. They someone took another picture. I didn't know he has a tattoo. He has a tattoo where his hairline used to be. Used to be. Oh shit! It's like a oh, it's no. like a crown of thorns. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I think I did see that. I, I mean, I'm not mad at crown of thorns, thorns, dreads hanging over it. That's kind of but the dreads ain't hanging over it, Josh. Uh, <laughs> the I, I, I they're above it. it. <laughs> they <laughs> hanging right above it. Somebody, they, there's a bunch of niggas. Cause he, he, the thing is, is I'm bringing this up. Don't kill me, St. Because he actually raps about it on the album about his hairline being what thin. What he say? He, oh fuck! It's it's on the um. I, I did see some shit. He said, "Um, look me in my eye." He didn't polarize <laughs> it. He just said, "Just one eye." Like, I was like, "That's you're crazy." He's he's poking a fun at himself a lot. We played we played one of the songs from the from the project at the top of the uh of the show, but he's actually very like comedic and like self self deprecating. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. I I think he's one of the better rappers out currently. Mm -hmm. I think he needs better A and R. Yeah. But I like what he's doing on this new tape. I think he's exploring himself and his sound and just what he can do. I like when he's singing on tracks and he gets back to rapping. I think he just needs a better air around him to like put that all together and package it correctly. It's too. It's it's still it's too demonic. It, I don't even mind the demonic part because I think I think he can very much make one of those dark ass albums that's just a classic. Like it's dark all the way through. Yeah. It's just classic. I yeah. think he has that potential in him. But again, you need someone to come in and like really just like A and R that and like that that hasn't happened yet. Also shorter, which I which I like. This project yeah. is thirty minutes long. I'm like that's the perfect length of a ESTG project. Like that pause. That is. <laughs> God damn it. I saw Josh's I didn't even know. I was. Hey, I saw Josh's you said project. Page. You didn't say. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, back to going cold turkey. Uh, I, I, if, if you, if you end up doing that, let me know, man. Because you know, what I'm saying. I, yeah, I mean, I, I haven't. Support I haven't smoked today. Um, really? It might be today is the day. I literally. Well, I'm you usually, was in traffic today. I know. I was LA Marathon. They got every street blocked off. Um, Have you shown up to do any of these episodes off the gas? Yes. Every episode. What the fuck? Every episode. <laughs> literally, last, last ep- literally Every single blacks. episode, I get high for. I think I got. I smoked my pen in here one time. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like literally, I, last like throw blacks. He's he like he he left. I'm cleaning up. My wife comes up and says, "Man, Josh just smells like this all the everywhere he goes." <laughs> I think I, that, I, I think I smoked in here that day when we did throwbacks because I Loki got mad. I was like, "Oh my bad!" Like I just who I, got mad? I, you didn't get mad, but I like vaped, and then like you walked in, it's like a cloud of vape. <laughs> like the, I was, I just cut his head. But oh, no, okay. but to that point, to your wife's point, it's like I don't want, like I don't want to walk around smelling like we. I got good. I got a good collection of cologne. I would rather smell like that than marijuana. Yeah, you don't want to be that guy. She just said to me, "I, I no, no, no." But I, but it's it's real. Like, yeah. but. Also, like, so when I be coming here, I be like smoking in my car on the way here. So it's like I'm hotboxing the car, I hop out, I come in your house. Yeah, that, that's yeah. I'm sorry, just I'm sorry. I apologize. That's that's wild. That's crazy. Like you, like that's wild to me. Every time I come up, I'm cleaning up. I'm kind of like, I'm gonna bring y'all some instances, man. That's actually that's yeah. That's that's gonna make me stop. I'm kind of like that story's gonna make me stop cold turkey for real. Yeah, she literally was like, I was, I was, cause you know, I rearranged this whole office area, and she's just like, damn, he walks around smelling like this everywhere. I said, I hit the Drewski, like, hey, that's, <laughs> that's his life. <laughs> but also, it's like it, it's, it's, cause it's it's hip hop for me. Yeah, and that's what I always liken it back to. Like I, I come from this. Like my uncles used to smell like when I was. I got a crazy story about my childhood. When I was younger, my uncle used to watch me like. When I was like before one years old, two yeah. years old, whatever. My uncle was like a Rastafarian, like bleaching Rastafarian. It's crazy, but he smokes weed religiously. Yeah, and he used to smoke when I was younger, like around me, and he used to watch me. And I remember one time, I don't remember, but this is a story. Like literally, some dudes like tried to shoot him, and like he was in the car with me, and like he like covered me with his body, and wow. like took the bullets, and. I, don't, I I tell that story to say like I've just always been around marijuana in some way, and sure. and it's almost connected to trauma just because yeah. of things like that. Yeah, and it's just something I've just been hard to shake. And it, for me, it's like I've been smoking continuously since since then. junior high, yeah. not junior high, uh, junior year of high school. Like I used to, I I remember vividly. Like it was me, my homie Abel, and my best friend Reggie. We would go to lunch, buy some weed, go smoke, buy some Chinese food, go to fifth period late, and eat in class. Yeah. That's clearly we we were doing that since junior year and i haven't stopped smoking since then so like for me it's just it's been a part of my personality a little bit and yeah. i, I kind of want to shed that but also um you know it's just it's just a, a habit a habit that you kind of acquire you know as you kind of go through the the world and and i think and you're around it yeah you know that's I mean? why i go back to the hip-hop shit it's like i'm i'm in hip-hop all day i'm in the studio i'm not the studio like I'm, I'm it's just always something that's there i think that's the craziest part too because it's like I've been around it, and everyone that ever asked, like, oh, you don't drink, you don't do nothing. I'm like, nah. They're just like, how do you work and do the things that yeah. you do or be around the people that you've been around? Like, I'm like, I don't know. I just don't do it. I feel like I feel like a lot of times people look at it not in a bad way because I think a lot of people would be scared to be like, oh, a, a celebrity or a rapper or whatever. They'd be like, get the fuck out of the studio like or some shit like that. Most of the time, <laughs> they're cool with it. They're nah, like, niggas, we need somebody around that's not When doing niggas is sober in the studio, that's a vibe because it's like, uh, now you're not trying to hit my blunt. You're not at, like, you're not, yeah. I'm smoking and you're not weird. It's just, yeah, I'm I'm always for people not smoking. But for me, it's also just like, 
I just be needing that shit to deal with certain people. <laughs> That's what it really come down to, like going to work every day, like dealing with all the stuff I deal with at work and right. the corporate environment, then going outside of that and still having to work, but in a not a corporate environment it's stressful yeah it's stressful yeah. and i think for me it's just like i just needed to deal with certain personalities and that's why i've held on to it but also i just want to be stronger than that so, yeah you know i like that yeah yeah so yeah shout out to jess you definitely put the battery in my back because i literally <laughs> just been thinking about this the last few weeks and and yeah i don't want to come in your house smell like weed <laughs> i don't say but but you know what's weird when 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 like I, I feel like my body got used to it because i'm never around weed ever so when we were doing the show, like I don't know if people notice, like my my I would always be clearing my throat. Oh yeah, when we used to do it at my place, we, I used to be smoking in front of you, yeah. and I was like, damn, I need I gotta stop this. <laughs> I at least gotta stop this. Because I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I can't be no pussy in front of Josh. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I can't be a pussy. But like in the early days of us doing the show, I was clearing my throat, like, because <clears throat> because I'm never around. But my I, I guess I just got used to it, uh, and then I, I don't really do it no more. So as soon as I get used to it, this nigga wants to quit. Hey man. <laughs> New beginnings. Oh my god! Some improvement. Yeah, it's crazy. MC, you smoked a little bit of weed last year. I was actually, I was actually kind of. Oh, last year, yes. I was gonna say I was actually kind of late on it. I didn't want to do it at all throughout high school or college. I was just wasn't. I didn't really just have that interest. I'd listen to the music of it, but that would just be like more sort of music thing. And I was just like, all right, as soon as I get into college, I'm gonna figure out what the hell this shit was really about. <laughs> and then you know, I'm not, yeah. whether or not that was a good decision or not, I don't know. But you know, it, 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 that was just my experience with it. Well, I, I I like Sober Mark. Sober Mark's cool. Sober Man. Mark's a great mark. I already told y'all drinking's trash. Don't drink. For any but for any of our young niggas that are listening, I know there's about ten percent of y'all that are watching the black print now. Please don't drink. It's do I, trash. Do I, do I want to talk about the the last time MC was drunk on Discord? Do I want to talk about that? Oh uh, yeah. Oh I'm, on Discord. I'm, I'm oh about, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do it. Don't do that. This thing of Mark it was, was a it was a photo thrown up in there at like three in the morning. I woke up. I was like, "Why the fuck did I just post that in here?" Why you threw up and then posted the photo? No, he no he took Th- a no 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 photo. no not a photo, a photo of throw up. Uh, it was a photo I threw up. Uh, yeah. It was a photo he put in there. It was like midnight, and I was like, "Okay, Mark, you said something." <laughs> oh, I forgot. I, I kind of vividly remember this. I vividly remember this because you know a, it, it was an awkward moment in Discord where no one said anything. Yeah, I do. <laughs> no one said remember anything. This. Yeah, I woke up. I was like, "Nigga, why the fuck did I just post this shit in here and just delete it?" I do. I, I remember that vividly. <laughs> I, 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 I sparingly use the wrong oh. words and shit. See? I told y'all, oh drink, drink, hey. drinking is trash. I'm just trying to tell you. Oh, it's, oh now it's trash. Anyway, uh, it's, it's been I, trash. I don't mind drinking. I like a little glass of wine. I for me, drinking is like it's alcohol is so funny, man. Because alcohol <laughs> has different levels, especially when you're with people. Yeah. So you like drink, and it's like one or two drinks is like, all right, I'm there. Right. Three or four drinks might put you over the edge to where it's like, all right, now this ain't fun no more. <laughs> and it's like a fine line that you have to balance, and it's it's the it's terrible sometimes. Just quit it all. Just yeah. be me. I, I, but I I mentioned it earlier. Like I think I don't know. There's been so many developments for microdosing shrooms. Yeah, I want to try that out just because I think it helps with mood. Like I, I for me, like that's I'm, a different beast though. It is, but I like to think of myself as an imp. imp. Is that what they call it? In, when you kind of yeah, when you just feel things yeah, a little bit. Feel I feel, people, yeah. I feel people shit. I feel, I feel the vibes. <laughs> I'm tired of feeling y'all vibes, bro. I'm tired of it. I need some. That's another reason why I smoke to not feel y'all vibes. Like I just need to be. I don't give off no not vibes. you, not y'all. I'm just saying people in general. Okay. Like when I'm just around people, like you could, you could just easily feed off their energy. At least I can. Yeah, and I want to do that less. So that's why I smoke. But I don't know, man. It's uh, like you said, we're all works in progress. We're we're all, we're not perfect. What energy was it that made you want to throw the desk or uh, uh, throw the chair? <laughs> oh no, it's fu- you, it's funny y'all brought that up because um, when I said that I was in Paris with a few of my coworkers, yeah. And one of my coworkers brought that up to, to me the other day, and she was like, "Yo, like you saying that made so much sense." And like, you're right. Like this shit is a simulation, and yeah, like it's not real. No, it's not even that's not real. It's like we stress and we stress ourselves out about so much, and then the deadline comes up, and it's like, oh. Or, you know, the, the date comes up or the, t- the big test comes up and yeah. it's like, oh, this was easy. Yeah. So it's like we can't we got to stop like living in a simulation where we're beholden to all these 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 pressures of the world. It's like the only pressure you should be, be- uh, held to is the pressure inside of you. And what and that pressure is, you know, um, going after what you want yeah. and being who you want to be. Yeah. Um, See, so yeah, I don't know. I, I've been doing a lot of thinking, doing a lot of reading it's, lately. It's been a real spiritual year for you. I know. I mean, it's been the last spiritual. It's been a, a 
a big spiritual 12 to 18 months. Like, I, you know, I, I think I mentioned this before, but I started meditating. Yeah. And that's something I do daily now. Really? And like, I, yeah, I meditate in general daily. Like, I got to get there. I got to get there. I yeah. think that I got a lot of, I got a lot of like baggage because it's about to be like a, a tough couple weeks for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and I feel like I need to, I, I'm like, min, I'm like emotionally shielding, trying to shield myself mm. because like, if anybody knows me, they know like what's coming up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and and it's mm. going to be, it's going to be rough. And I, I feel like I'm like bracing myself because it's just like, I don't know where I'm going to, I don't know where I'm going to land. If you needed to quiet your mind, meditation truly does quiet your mind. Like that is something that I did when I was a little bit younger. I thought that my mind was a little bit loud in certain cases. And um, it taught me things like Buddhism and Taoism. That was like a, a pretty cool thing of just because I'm not the most religious person in the world. So being able to learn about that in different world uh, parts of the world was something that was interesting. But it truly does quiet your mind if you think that just things talk to you a little bit too much. I think that I think it's, I think that's it because I'll sit and I you can bury yourself in work. Yeah. And bury yourself in and and idle things and stuff like that but it's gonna it's gonna break through yep. you know what mm-hmm. i mean and, and i think like even as we talk about lance reddick you know what i mean we got to have our physical right we got to have our mental right yeah. we got to have our emotional right because there's we got a lot of responsibilities you know what i'm saying on a yeah. day-to-day basis we got a lot of responsibilities and it's like if you don't get yourself right personally and and what's going on and and the trauma that you faced it's gonna it's gonna seep into other stuff and i i think i think bracing myself for something to come just like what, what, what you just what you just said josh is like we we get to this deadline and it's like whoa that was easy yeah. i'm getting to it i'm like dreading it you know what i mean yeah. like and i'm a super nervous person i don't know if y'all know like well y'all know like yeah, i'm, I'm know. always nervous <laughs> like i'm always like literally right before the show i'm like i wake up i'm like fuck i what i hope it's a good show i hope it's not i hope yeah. it's not trash today like i'm <laughs> always nervous you know what i mean and i, I want to get out of that because it ends up being good every time so yeah, and that's the thing. It's like you know, all that stuff is is imagination and and mm-hmm. the cage we put around what we're trying to get. And yeah. it's like let's remove that cage. Let's make it a little bit easier on ourselves. Do you think there are all? Do you think there are alternate simula- uh alternate simulations? I think there's alternate universes. I think I be- absolutely believe in the multiverse theory and just like how there's different versions of ourselves and different points of life. What do you think? What do you think alternate Josh is doing? Yeah, right that's now? what I'm saying. Who is Earth Eight? I Josh? don't. I don't know, man. That's, that's like that's actually a great question. I think you know maybe. I, I think you know those multiverse versions of you are pieces of you so yeah. you know it might be a chef in another life or it might be you know a basketball player or it might, it might throw. yeah like i just I, I i don't think about who i am in those multiverses too much but um just coming off the year i've had i've been thinking about just who i want to be in this multi in this universe yeah and you know i just want to be a, a a better p i think that's something i always say to myself like i want to be a better p and that's just me. That's what you got to do. My advice to anybody starting an AMP show would be start with the fun part. The best part about AMP is that talking about things you're excited about. But you got to take that leap. Just dive in. When music connects to you personally, it connects to your audience. If you want to be the number two show on AMP, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, followed by... Download that. Be creative. Yeah, you can talk, gossip, play music. Talk about what you love. That's the beautiful part about AMP. What should I make my show about? Kind of like whatever the hell you want to hear, you know? If you're a creator, then it's just in you to just create things. Yeah. So I hate to go from... <clears throat> I hate to go from... Uh, this glaringly personal conversation to talk about something really, really ridiculous. But is this is good, though. This is good, though. <laughs> no, this is half this hour is self- of, of yeah. introspective thought. This I hate it, but I hate to go from that to some ignorant shit. <laughs> but, hey, that's the dichotomy of Josh. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> What's your thoughts on this bad bunny Devin Booker thing, man? Oh man, <laughs> you know me. That's how he this. You know me. I'm team Devin Booker, man. Don't think about it. Just say it. And I'm going to keep it a buck. This might be a hot take. Um, I know everyone loves him. Um, you know, I think he's <clears throat> great artist. Great artist. Mm-hmm. Wildly corny to me, though. I'm sorry. Like, Bad Bunny is wildly corny. He's pandering. He's a panderer. I think, you know, he... he I, I, I don't know what he is. I think he's fluid. I mean, he's dressed up in drag. Mm-hmm. He's kissed a man on stage. Mm-hmm. He said that he's fluid, I believe, like in an interview or something. I think like he that said, I think I think the interview was he he could like a dude one day and the next day he'll like a girl. He's yeah, like, he which really, is yeah. I mean, shout out to that. Like Tyler's the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, that's dope. That's being um, that's the freedom of Gen Z. That's yeah. the freedom of, of 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 the society we live in currently. I that's love dope, that. Yeah. Love that for him. <clears throat> you can be what you but want. I also think for him, it's more of a um. It's a little more marketing. It's a it play. Is. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like a little a more marketing than it is genuineness. Because like, I, I and I and I get you here because like we're about to lose a lot of 
listeners. Hey, but I'm just keeping I, it real. I think that uh, with Tyler, it does seem kind of like not like publicity. Yeah, I mean, because it's not natural. like you. I, I I don't even remember where Tyler said this. He might have said this to me personally. I mm-hmm. might be leaking some news. He, he don't talk about it. That's not his mm-hmm. brand. Yeah. Like he, you know, he's in a relationship currently and like he's doing it. Like I'm sure people have seen him out with his girlfriend and stuff like that. Like he's not his brand isn't to be this LBGQT um plus icon i a yeah yeah it's actually that's the full thing i learned it the other day it's actually dope gotta know it yeah um that's not his brand and i think it's not bad bunny's brand either but he tries to make it a part of his brand and i would rather him just make great music and just be who he is it's cool for him to be inclusive Uh, i think that no it's amazing for him to be inclusive but being inclusive and pandering are two different things true and i don't think he's exactly he playing being, with it. i remember yeah, he's not being inclusive the video where he like dressed up as the the woman like to complete yeah like the whole thing i was just like that's dope like it reminded me of some buster rhymes type shit not him dressing up as a woman but like the video like <laughs> yeah you know i feel what you're yeah i mean shit, shit tiger and fucking yg just dressed up as yeah, woman exactly. so it's not like it's, it's not crazy something that, yeah, yeah but, martin lawrence did it but the way he did it was crazy it's crazy but but my i do think he need to stop playing with it he needs to stop playing around with that. And I think, shit, I man. just think, you know, um, I think his fan base really romanticizes him a lot more than they should, a lot more than they do a lot of other artists. Yeah, because I'm seeing right now, everyone's like, he's fighting over, cause, and, and to be clear, y'all, if y'all don't even know, that he's he dissed Devin Booker on this song because he's dating Kendall Jenner. And so a lot of his uh, Latino, Latina fans are like, I can't believe he's fighting over this white woman. And I'm like, I'm not shocked. Yeah, I'm like, I, this I believe woman. it. It's Kendall Jenner. Like, and not just that. It's like, what do we know about Bad Bunny? Bad Bunny ain't out here fucking with thick Dominican bitches. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, if like, just I'm just keeping it real. Like, for the people in that genre, like, you look at, like, you know, you look at the Daddy Yankees and the Tino yeah. Cotterones. And yeah. The, and even the newer artists of that genre, uh, of, of just Latin music, Um, you know, J.O.P., one of my favorite artists right now. Shout yeah. out to him. Um, they fucking with some bad bitches. <laughs> they fucking with some like they they on some shit. Like I I be yeah like so it's like they like and 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 Bad Bunny is doing that in his respect, but like he doing it on a different level, and he doing it with like these white skinny bitches, which ain't and really that, that's his type of thing. Yeah, that's his thing, and that's what he like, and and, and y'all gotta accept that. But he talk, fans, he's, y'all he's, gotta accept that. He's talked down on appropriation. He's talked down on on all that type of stuff, which is which is dope. I think that. And again, this goes not just for Bad Bunny, but for everybody. We need to start separating. It's the same issue that we brought up with Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. You got to separate these people. Like, they're, they're, they're still people. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, and, and if Michael B. Jordan is the corny guy for dating white women, then Bad Bunny got to be the corny guy for dating white well, women. Well, you know what's funny? I was just thinking about that. Like, has Kendall Jenner ever dated a white guy? <laughs> no, she. I think she like, I think she like, like. <laughs> she fuck with niggas, too. <laughs> she fuck with niggas, too. I think like, she, baby. Yeah. <laughs> She fuck with niggas too. Like that's never been a question. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's always fuck with. But now she seems to be going towards more like Latino. But man even shit. her, it's like, I just it's just funny to me, man. I love like what you like, but it's like you fuck with Devin Booker, Ben Simmons, Bad Bunny. Like you like a certain type of nigga, light skin, curly. Like you just like a nigga. Like you like a pretty boy, light skin nigga. Like you not even. Oh, you love their preferences. Yeah, no, it's just... like I, I fuck with I fuck with Bad Bunny music. I fuck with what he do on the wrestling tip. I feel like he shows a lot of respect to to wrestling in that sense, and like I think that's that's dope. Like, especially like to like I'm cool with Wale, and like he fucking loves Bad Bunny. He's like, yo, what he's doing right now is like he's taking what I did and, and taking it to the next level. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, I I can't help but salute that because that's the type of representation that I wanted to see yep. in terms of yeah. just like people in that space. But it's like when it comes to everything else, it's like. Man, this guy, I, I, I've i been like this for a minute. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. I, some of the shit he be doing is kind of kind of weird. Kinda, yeah, kinda I've corny. always felt like that. Kind of corny. And I, I, it's so crazy that he's such a sex symbol. But, I mean, shout out to, shout out to him. He's, he's making it work. I just I just feel like if y'all are so betrayed for Bad Bunny, man, y'all need to just go find y'all a, y'all a, a, real, a real nigga that's, that's fucking with y'all. Because I don't yeah. know if he's fucking with, with like. Y'all better get on J.O.P. Do, do they, is he, he's popping. Yeah, he popping. He's Mexican. Um, I forget the name of his band. I'll butcher their name if I say it. But they do like the um, the cartel drug raps. <laughs> like, the, but they sing it. But you gotta understand, these niggas be putting that shit on. Like, who decides war fit? Singing a whole cartel country music ballad. Like, it's crazy, bro. The videos are wild. Shout out to uh, Rancho Himida. Uh, that's this dude Jimmy. He's like the puff daddy of Latin music. Oh wow! Literally calls himself that. Like, he is that guy. Like, I've never heard of him. AP. Like he going crazy. Like okay. he is the Diddy of 
fucking of Latin music. I've I've seen I've seen Bad Bunny compared to like the Kanye or like the I can see that the yeah. future. It's or, like the left to uh, center. Like you would never see JLP doing none of the shit that yeah, yeah. Bad Bunny. On. <laughs> I'm sorry, like it's just saying even in his his bloodline. <laughs> He can't even do that. But <laughs> oh shit! It's funny. He was just in the studio with uh, with Roddy Rich. Oh my god! They about to, they about to drop some heat. <laughs> Roddy Rich is about to drop a, a really? fire Spanish song. I can feel it coming. I I feel like Roddy be waiting too long between projects. I feel like I really like the last project, but yeah. I feel like I need it. It was it was very looks like slow. Yeah, he just got to put his foot on the gas. I think yeah. Roddy is one of them artists who had great success fast. Mm-hmm. And when you get that, like when you get so, like when your debut album is as big as that, it's like you get the you're afforded the luxury of taking some years off. Mm-hmm. It's like that's what that's what the label want. Damn near, we got to work this for a year and a half, two yeah. years. So I think he got into that mode, but he's still a young artist, mm-hmm. so he still needs to get his reps up. He's not even and like he, 25. Yeah, and that's the thing. He wasn't getting his reps up, and yeah. I think now that he got he put out that project, and now it's kind of back rolling. I think he just needs to keep dropping more music and um just stay on next. He has so many songs with takeoff. Like takeoff was his brother. I need to hear him. Like he, I, I, I was in the studio with him once. He has so many songs with takeoff. I want to ask something, hmm. and then we 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 can we can go to the next topic real quick. What do you think Roddy feels about the Gunner thing? It's funny because they're close friends too, and yeah. I, I mean honestly, man, I've been. He hasn't said anything. I've been back and forth on it. I don't know if you guys have caught. Um, there's a Gunner snippet that just dropped yesterday. Hmm. Yeah, his assistant played a new gunner snippet he kind of addresses the shit he wow. kind of talks about it sounds fire too what, what do he say ah, i don't even know i gotta find it you know i'll be on the gunner fan page <laughs> the gunner fan page hey gunner they fan still riding they, they nigga riding. they riding and they going hard they and the other people comments like he ain't no snitch da, da, da. I like his that. lawyer said this. Hey, they going up rbr fight back RBR. fight back R- that's R- it real boss and richie and rolling loud Hey, he, <laughs> niggas is definitely fighting the snitching charges. I, I like it's it's interesting, man. You thought we was gonna lay down? Hell no. Nah. <laughs> we fighting that shit. We fight. That's what he shit. said at Rolling Loud. Nah, he. But oh, I thought he said verbatim. The fact that Real Boss and Richie was at Rolling Loud and he was fucking like, like other rappers was coming up to him. He was he was yeah, there. He I mean, like, he good. That the thing with the Real Boss and Richie shit is that nigga been swinging since the allegations came out. <laughs> he just been. Swinging, dropping freestyles, <laughs> dropping tapes. He just, he, hey man, that nigga's a fighter, man. And I, I think I like it. And Gunner is swinging. So on the snippet, he says, "I uh, heard the rumors sound packing up and flying out. We ain't going nowhere. I'm staying here, gonna fight it out." And it sound like a little wavy, little. It's funny. His assistant, she, she deleted the post as soon as like it started to like catch on. Yeah. I think Academics is posted it by now too. Hey um, man, the song sounds fire. Hey, when they say I'm flying out, anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We gonna fight it out. Anything that Gunna does, the next move has to be strategic. Well, anything he does next, this is my thing. Has to be smart. He should not do anything until after the trial. That's how I feel. I feel like the trial is is taking forever to even start. It's like he needs to not do anything until the trial. No, no, they didn't even pick the jury yet. They haven't picked the jury. They keep getting. Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah, but they're gonna figure it out. They're gonna the trial's gonna happen this year, I believe. I mean, it has to happen this year. I think the thing is like he needs Thug to come on and be like, I didn't do it. Yeah, he didn't get switch off. on me. This is this is what it is. Because honestly, like, I thought about it and like, first of all, we're all civilians in this room. Yeah, Mark in his room. Um, <laughs> no, it's just like so. It's like the whole snitching. Uh, 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 he is. Snitch. It's like why do we give a fuck? We shouldn't care. But then it's like we act like such experts on the topic, and I, and I've I'm guilty of this myself. I, I feel like first of all, he pled out. Which wasn't really snitching. Like snitching is getting on the stand, pointing fingers. Yeah. Troy Ave just snitched. Yeah, Troy. <laughs> Troy Ave for sure. Troy Ave just snitched. The Troy Ave thing. It's like, and even the that, Troy Ave thing. I'm like, is that reframe what you feel about the gunner? It doesn't reframe the gunner thing, but it it's like Troy Ave just snitched. That's snitching. Mm. That's getting on the stand, pointing fingers, yeah. saying he did it. But also, I'm not mad at Troy Ave. You tried to kill me, I'm a nigga. I'm a snitch on you. Yeah. <laughs> like nigga, you, if but, you tried to kill me, but to a civilian, it's like, no, you supposed to go get it in blood, bro. Like little Dirk said, <laughs> you try to kill me. And like we both get caught and everybody know, nigga. Yes, I'm about to go and tell the story that we all know that yeah. happened. You he, tried to kill me. I pulled the gun. I shot you. Yeah, nigga. That's what happened, nigga. Yeah. He tried to kill me. So I'm not mad at that. Um, but that's snitching. What Gunner did is just playing out. And like honestly, it's like you know it looks bad in optics because it's like the whole. But I think that's the optics are 
are because of he the was first case. too. Yeah, he was first. He was first. And just the way, even just the way the whole industry played it, like we mm-hmm. YSL is not a gang. YSL is a label. YSL is a family. Like remember three hundred and, and YSL did it. that. They're still doing it. Y'all did that for so for the artists on YSL to come out and say YSL is a gang. So someone needs to shut up. Yeah. I think it might be the people on the label side that need to shut up. Honestly, like y'all need to shut up and let the case play itself out. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I feel about. It. I think, um, I think Thug really needs to clear the air. But he, I feel like he can't say. But nothing. he can't. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He can't clear the air. He on trial. So yeah. it's like until then, Gunna might want to lay low, mm. and uh, unless unless it's just like the off chance that Thug is just like nigga, I'm young Thug, and I'm a record a snippet over the phone. Gonna you my nigga da 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 da, and then they go into the new gunna shit. I mean, Unfunk played pl- out too. A I know that the whole out. fucking YSL played out. Yeah, like that's the, like what? and 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 in there's some real snitches. If you want to look into what snitching is and paperwork and shit, that's a part of YSL. Like yeah. Duke said, hey, these YFN niggas tried to kill me. That's snitching. Like it's just it's so much, man. And I hate that we all get into this conversation because it's like we don't. Why are we authorities? I just want thug music. I, I said this the other day. I was like, it's t- it's hard for me to listen to Thug right now with the chance that he may never be able to do what he really loves doing ever again. Yeah, no, it, it sucks. it's hard to listen. It's, to. It really sucks, and I think um, I'm excited. I'm not excited. I want to see him have his day in court. Mm. I mean, we all know. Like, I know him. All right. Like, I don't think Thug is out here leading a, a gang. <laughs> I think he's a rapper who did rapper shit but i don't think he's out here leading a gang i don't think he's out here like hey man here's some money go buy some coke and give me back i don't think i mean maybe (laughs) i don't know what niggas is doing but if that like i don't think that's. but i think the framing of it is like the is is his music is he saying what what's in his music is it admitting what he's doing or should we be able to use his lyrics they use the most basic lyrics i'm a blood it's like it's like come on i don't know if that's gonna hold up I like, mean, shit. It's already in. It's already in. It's held. I don't even. I don't know. I mean, I, I we'll see what the jury says. They can't find a jury MC because everyone they keep finding either doing some shady shit, going on vacation in the middle of the shit. They they end up being YSL splinter cells. That's that's low key gonna try and get them off. All of that stuff. So that's why they're having trouble finding people in Atlanta to actually mm. represent this case because mm. it, there's it's so much shit going on with with this whole thing. That's why we're supposed to start in January. We're almost in April. And it hasn't Sheesh. started yet. It's almost been a year since they arrested him. So did we did we care enough about these things twenty years ago? I can't really think of like Hell what yeah. is the equivalent I think to they did. the amount of details that we did. Yeah, they like, did. We I mean, three six mafia, Juicy J was calling niggas Donnie Brasco niggas. Like they was, yeah, was no, definitely we, caring. This has always been no, a but part as far of as like a, as far as uh, yeah, snitching in general, yes, this was something that people did not play with. But as far as like an actual case that we can tie this towards an artist, mm. like when Cam said, "I seen the Rockefeller sign up when the shots was fired." When uh. niggas going snitch. Well, yes, they were. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. But also, <laughs> he said that in an interview. He didn't go to the court or to the police and say that. Yeah. He just said that in an interview, like on the offense. Yeah. It was definitely snitching, though. <laughs> but also, it's like, come on, Cam. Niggas, niggas are trying to rob you. They ain't talking about it. He said, I mean, think about, hey, I, I'm just saying funny. it could happen. Just he, but, right but, to the eye. That's funny. At Cam. the moment, like, he would have had to do this, reach and, in at this hey. point. I'm driving off. It could have been another nigga. Another nigga could have been throwing the diamond up, and then the other nigga had the strap. You never know. Cam was wilding for that. Now he's now he's on pardon the interruption hood version. Uh, you, you mentioned <laughs> Diddy earlier, uh, Josh, and there's been some rumors. There's been some rumors circulating. Uh, Paramount is allegedly Viacom. Paramount they're allegedly trying to uh, sell majority uh, stake, their majority stake in BET, uh, and they're trying to they're they're looking for some 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 people to do it. And Diddy has put his hat in the ring and said that wow. I I want to buy BET. Or I want to take the majority share of BET. Um, he's definitely got the money to do it if, if they he? want him. Oh, that's so interesting. It's he's like, a billionaire. You have a vote. I mean, a billionaire. He's Nigga. a billionaire. Does he have a billion liquid or does he have a billion assets? He could probably give up some assets for sure. I don't know. The billionaire thing the, is so the MGK, tricky to me. The MGK. Uh, <laughs> I just, the, 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 I'm tired of like, he's a billionaire. Nigga, you are, your business is worth a billion dollars. You don't have a billion dollars. <laughs> I, the billionaire thing is getting thrown around too much. It depends much. on how much. I don't. I, I doubt, Josh. I highly doubt BET is going to go for anything close to a billion. But I'm pretty sure if he had to cover it, he could. No, I mean, yeah, you're going to go and find the money. You got credit. You got all that. But I just my thing with the whole BET thing is, and my thing with BET is that it's a dead brand. Mm-hmm. It's a dead brand until it's June, 
And then it goes back to being a dead But that's the, the thing. It's like even the June shit. It's like, are people watching the BET Awards? Or are people watching the clips on Twitter to talk about it on social media? No. Is like that, that all Viacom or just or just BET? Like, is that VH1 too? Is that well, MTV? what's happening with Viacom, I think they're going to stick with VH1. And they just rearranged MTV and Showtime are kind of under the same mantle right now. But what they're trying to do with, with BET is that, like, a lot of their pro, they're trying to bolster Paramount Plus because that's really their future. Paramount's lost a mm. lot of money over the pandemic and they're trying to kind of get the money back and that's why they're trying to shift priorities over to certain things so BET is kind of up for grabs because honestly I feel like they they it's too much of an albatross they don't know what they're going to do to it BET has a subscription service right now that I I don't I don't know anyone I might be I might be subscribed through Amazon just because like I want to watch like Tales or some shit yeah or or Martin because that's 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 what it was that's the only place you can find it is on BET plus that's exactly what it is I have it (laughs) um and so I guess they're trying to diversify kind of the ownership of it so like they don't have to worry about Paramount Paramount doesn't have to worry about BET and they can get content for Paramount plus so that's why they're trying to to sell it off right now but um I'm just interested in what it's gonna look like Tyler Perry is somebody that they're floating around too Tyler Perry has he has over four or five shows alone on BET right now. Yeah. I would prefer Tyler Perry than Diddy. And I think Tyler Perry has the the liquid to buy. BET. Yes, like, absolutely. My thing with that is like he has a movie studio. He's already has he's already a minority owner. He's already has shows on the network. Yep. It just makes more sense to me. I think for what BET is a brand, Tyler Perry as an owner makes mm-hmm. more sense. Um, and not just like I was saying, Diddy has Revolt. Like make Revolt or great. Make yeah. Revolt great. I can't even, I don't even have it on my current TV plan. Yeah, so, I don't even know how Revolt works. I, yeah. I feel like they only show, like, Drink Champs. Drink Champs and, um, damn, Carisha. Mm. That's it. Mm. Uh, that's, the, that's the only two things I see on that. But the the idea here from the article I was reading was that, like, they, people feel as though Diddy could take Revolt and BT, merge them in a meaningful way. My, the, But the issue is, is, like, how are you going to use some of the old, stuff they used to have on BET like will, will he bring back some of the stuff from the vault like, yeah I he... wonder what IP they own and like my thing is like what has Revolt done what original content that, that Revolt know. have that people are like excited about it, it, in that in, if, in that sense it would have to be like Revolt would be to the back burner because there's no Absolutely. reason to care about Revolt anymore yeah. once you own BET that, like, it's, in terms of just combining it I mean I guess you could have more you could, you could actually have Revolt things on actual net, you know network television at this point but other than that i don't really see the advantage to to having it so like it was weird that they said that they would combine revolt and bt because i'm like B- revolt is kind of nothing in the eyes of a lot of people uh my thing with diddy in these stories is like he has a great pr team like i forgot what football team was selling it was, it like, was the it was um was it the P- panthers it was, yeah, it was the panthers yeah. and then diddy was in the running for like a week and i was like nigga you ain't you, you ain't really got this like <laughs> So it's like I, I like I saw the Tyler Perry news first. That's mm-hmm. why when you guys mentioned, it, I'm like, like the Diddy could swoop in behind him. But he it's did like it right after Tyler Perry. That's what I'm saying. It's like, oh, okay. Like I feel like Diddy saw the article and was like, well, I want to buy BET. It's like, all right, <laughs> said, nigga. Well, I want to buy BET. Too. I mean, that's really what it feel like. And it's like, damn, like Tyler Perry makes sense. Yeah, it does. Like, the production costs are low. Everything gets shot right there on 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 the lot mm-hmm. in, in his in his production studio. He already own. He already has hella shows on BET Plus. I mean, really, what I want from a BET right now, I want not just uncut. I don't. Want, I mean, we can't do that anymore. But I just want some of their old shows back. Like I, that's the thing. I'm like, no, like that doesn't make BET new again. That doesn't make BET viable again. Like mm-hmm. old shows, you gonna bring back One Hundred Six and Park Kiss? Don't watch. Don't consume videos like that. What you gonna bring back? Well, they- Teen Summit, maybe that might Teen work. Summit would be cool. That would work in this day and age. But, but like, you gotta what, clear those songs and all. Yeah, that it's just like what BET shows from the past because you bring back and get that. You can't bring back. They tried to bring back Rap City. Mm-hmm. They just tried to do that. It's like, yeah, I, I think people are so nostalgic and they gotta let that shit go. Mm. But it is, but it is an interesting year to do it because you know, hip hop turns fifty on August eleventh. I would assume that BET is gonna try and swing for the fences on a lot of this and do some type of like good. Probably like a, a full summer's worth of content. Maybe it is something that I, could if you're not be, working you know, on that content, if right you guys have been working on that content twelve months ago, it ain't happening. Yeah, I, I feel I, like as a person working on hip hop fifty shit right now, yeah. if you haven't been working on that for the last twelve months, you're not about to do nothing. I feel like they'll do a big play in June for the BT yeah, Awards, award. and I think again, like I said, they're gonna it's gonna be back to regularly scheduled programming, which is Baby Boy uh, and a whole bunch <laughs> of shit every other week. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's that's what they do. So. To me, I feel like Paramount and Viacom have had BT on autopilot, same way they've had mm-hmm. MTV on autopilot for a quite some time. But my it, my issue is though, Josh, is that MTV's actually they're making concerted effort to put original programming on there, 
and they're not really making a concerted effort to put it on there. And I feel like they would look at Tyler Perry to put that original programming on BET and try and at least break even with something. Yeah, no, I can see that. I mean, real talk, BET didn't need to go partner with Zeus. Like, that would be so like they not they not really like and that's the thing I, I think there's so much black content across so many different platforms and landscapes right now real talk zeus need to tell mayweather let's go buy bet mm. let's bring some sports there like i could see bet being the home of hbcu sports mm-hmm. showing that on the weekends or whenever those games play mayweather um, fights a big mayweather play. fights then you, it's so much black content out there that's not oh regurgitated shit yeah. that we just aren't even thinking about and I, that's what I want to see from BET. I'm interested in to, to know the numbers from that Mayweather thing because I don't oh, know. I heard the numbers were terrible. They were? I heard from, the numbers from, were, from that little from the last fight you did I heard yeah. they were terrible. Yeah because the Zeus had simulcast it on there they, they had to attempted pay-per-view yeah. on there but you had to buy it through the app and you could watch it and the undercard was like Natalie Nunn versus Tommy Lee well, and all this other shit. Another thing is they did the fight in London, so it was a weird time, time of day. Yeah. So it's like I think, you know, they had to they didn't promote that fight right. I forgot fucking Mayweather was even on it. The Natalie Nunn shit seemed yeah, like it was it a story. A bigger, yeah, it yeah, had yeah. a bigger thing than that. And to to your point, like a lot of people would look at what's going on on Zeus and be like, This is just terrible, ignorant, da da da. I, what I see on Zeus is is no different than the fights we used to watch on Making the Band. It's the same type of like shit that's that's up there. Like it, it's just that they don't cut away like VH1 has to now. I think that they really they really should like look at Zeus as kind of a of what people want to see. Yeah. I think I think as soon as Love and Hip Hop and all them got away from that shit, and I know they got FCC and shit to deal with, that's when it started to get kind of loose. But I mm. think that the BT was to give that type of content on streaming and that they don't have to worry about FCC regulations and shit on TV. I think it would, it would succeed because every Sunday when you watch baddies West, you type in that fucking, uh, you type in that, that hashtag. It is thousands upon thousands of people watching that shit. Oh yeah. I, I have no clue. How, I, I, I like Zeus has crazy amount of subscribers. Then I think BT would, it, it would, it would behoove them to try and look at that, that, um, that strategy that they have. It's crazy. I've been trying to figure out this baddies thing because, like, I'm not really tapped into it. So it, it started from Bad Girls Club. So what happened is Zeus doesn't own Bad Girls Club. Bad IP. Girls Club. Yeah. So they just took the, the the people from Bad Girls Club yeah. and gave it a new name. Yeah, exactly. That's so what it is. That first time they did it, Natalie and a bunch of people came back, and I guess Natalie's the executive producer of it. Okay. And so they had that first season. They all hate Natalie, so she started saying, "Hey, let me call Krishan Rock and all these other people to be on the show," yeah. and that's how it's become baddies. They, the, the funny part about it is, is that they reference a lot of this Bad Girls Club stuff, but they don't own the footage, uh, and they can't do it, and, and they can't put the footage out because I guess uh, Oxygen or whatever the yeah. Bad Girls Club just come on. They, I guess they won't license it to them. That's crazy. So they just talk about it, but you never see it. You have to like know it. It's almost like you, that's why it's like I can never tap into that shit because it's so much backstory that I'm just not even trying to figure out. But now, like the baddie shit has its own universe. Yeah, where yeah. they have the drama from show to show. Yeah, it's so funny because in the social media age, it's like rappers on there, like Stunner Girl. She's yeah. rap. like it's like Stunner Girl is in a fight every week on that shit. Man, it's crazy clout, man. Attention is crazy. <laughs> Didn't Stunner Girl have a human in a cage for days? Yeah, I don't even want to talk about that story, but her and I forgot who the other artist she was in cahoots with. They um they like kidnapped Rocky uh Rocky Bad. I think she's yeah. from Detroit. Her yeah. and her manager, Lando, like kidnapped her, put her in a cage. Mm-hmm. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. They're like, yeah, they cut like they she had like to get stitches like up her like stomach. Like it's just wild. Yeah, they they it, I was, like the yeah. fact that she's on the show is insane to me because of the the allegations. Yeah, I'm like, how is she not like in jail. Dead. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely on AMP. Live Tuesdays and Thursdays. It's so nice to meet you. Michelle Beadle, The Kid Marrow. Zach Sang Show. My show. With the number one show, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> pertaining to F1 out there. And I have a show on AMP called Josh and Around. Hi, I'm Lindsay Sterling. Come tune in to my show, The Upside. You just say your name. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> I'm Justin J5 Davis. Josh Pease. Well, I wish I could give you the tea, but mine's just a little bit tart, and that's why it's called Leah's Lemonade. Make sure you tune into my show on AMP. On AMP. Is MTV the more expensive purchase? I would hope that there's somebody somewhere in this world that would attempt to save MTV because I'm tired of 24 hours of ridiculousness. Not that I pull up on MTV to just watch TV in general because I just think that era of TV watching is over. I think you could I could I think you could account YouTube for a lot of that. Like the eras of Viacom being where you needed to watch certain things are just over. We have the uh accessibility to watch whatever we want to on our phone. But would anybody attempt to save MTV? I, I mean, what 
honestly what needs to be saved i think that they make a they make they make money off of the challenge uh which is which is relatively kind of low cost for them um mm-hmm. they they do have original programming they i, I feel like viacom looks at mtv as more of a, a of a prestige project and that's why they're putting showtime on it like they're 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 looking to get more people watching it because they they have actual tv runners running mtv now which is cool it just means that you're never getting like obviously you're never getting music videos again but the the strategy is going to change mm-hmm. so it's like mm-hmm. ridiculousness it works because it's cheap it's they they shoot i think they shoot 10 a day of those of those fucking shows and it's 10 it's, a day bro they, they it's it's a it's a it's a and they have they like they, they just re-up for like 10 more years or some shit like that like yeah. they, it's it's, oh, it's gonna shit. keep coming wow. like it's easy to make it's super easy to make you just gotta pay chanel rob and uh and 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 stilo brim and that's it you don't gotta do much you, they have a set everything's already done you just you just pay them i think they're, they're gonna have way more original programming they, they've already kind of brought over a lot of stuff from vh1 onto mtv and, mm-hmm. and they're trying to take those eyes over there so i, I think mtv's looked at as the as the brand that they want to so they, they want to help survive yeah and, and i'm beats. sure that's big money in them contracts too that's crazy yeah it is it, like stilo brim has a first look deal Catfish still airs on the uh, Cami Crawford got a first look deal with with, with uh, MTV and Paramount. Like they're actually bringing these people over, and and that's what they want to do. So I mean, they're they're still other than ridiculousness. There's still a lot of shows. I think that people. I think that that. Well, remember when they used to play videos? I'm like, bro, this is this is we're 15 years removed from that. Like, stop using that as an excuse. Like, yeah, exactly. The, what you want from MTV now is a is a network that can stand up next to VH1, which it couldn't, and can stand up next to Comedy Central, which does well for them. Like. They need to have its own identity now, mm-hmm. and and that's why they're keeping it around. So I mean, it's is Comedy, like, is Comedy Central still doing well. I haven't tapped yeah, into Comedy yeah, Central. Absolutely, it is. Yeah. So they they still got South Park running. They still got, but Comedy Central once again is cheap. South Park is hella cheap to to maintain. They create a South Park episode in seven days. Hmm. They don't mm-hmm. they they don't need much to help that show survive. You know. So yeah. Uh, one more thing before we get out here, since we're on the topic of TV, uh, Donald Glover put out Swarm. Oh yeah. This weekend on Amazon Prime. Uh, a lot of people talking about it. Uh, we had kind of like hinted that yeah, this was coming. You a had, months yeah, ago. you came with the uh, the, the the leak <laughs> early on. on you B- damn near knew. Side. You knew it before me. <laughs> like I knew about the show, but I didn't know there was anything out public. Yeah, and then you came and I was like, oh, like how did you know this? Hey man, listen, yeah. we got we got sauces. Yeah. We got sauces. It came out uh, over the past week. Um, Damson Idris, Chloe Bailey. Uh, I can't. I can't forget about the star. What was her fucking name? Uh, Dominique Fish. Dominique Fish. Uh, she was in uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Yes, yes, she was. Um, yeah, she's amazing in that. Um, uh, she's amazing in in Swarm. I, I really. I'm. I've watched four, three, maybe three episodes. I'm impressed. I like. I'm a fan of just Donald and his team and just what they're doing here. Um, I think and what they're just doing in general. I, I told you, like, I was a big fan of Atlanta last season. I like this. I think, um, black artists, black writers black producers aren't afforded the opportunity to make content like this sometimes so when you see it it's like oh shit like oh black horror like a black horror show like a black girl being a serial killer like you i've never seen that on screen before so it's cool to see um i think the way they kind of are telling the story is dope like i think it's a a dope device to have like the superstar and the fan club like i think there's something there um i don't know like i i really enjoyed it i think it's something i I don't know how this goes on throughout the seasons. Like, I don't, like, is it like a Dexter type of thing or what? But I don't know. It's an interesting show. I think it's, it's something that should be watched and appreciated. I absolutely love the response that has come from Beyonce fans that are like, that ain't us. That's the Nikki fans. And Nikki fans are like, whoa, that ain't us. That's y'all. I love the fact that it has been that divisive. Yeah, I haven't even seen that conversation, but I think it's all fan clubs. You got Nikki, you got Beyonce, you got Taylor Swift, you got. BTS. BTS, yeah, you got like it's <laughs> bad, like, bad bunny. That's a great concept of like these cans. These fans are obsessive. These fans will do these type of things. Like, and I actually like how the show ties in like real life thing. Like every episode starts like this is real life or like this isn't an act. This isn't a a, a work of fiction. Anything that's tied to a true event is intentional. Like I think that's really dope because like there's a lot of true events they pulled from and used as like plot lines in the show, which is really really dope. I'm gonna w- I'm gonna withhold my thoughts till I finish the show. <laughs> I mean, shit. Go ahead. How many episodes have you watched? Uh, four. Okay. Yeah, I'm around the same. I think. How many I'm episodes watched. are there total? Seven. Seven. Yeah. Seven. I'm gonna. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna I'm let it finish. I'm gonna I'm let it finish. Uh, I'll say that 
I think that Dominique is fantastic in the show with what she has to work with. I felt like Chloe's shot like surprised me. Yeah, she's dope. She's really good in it. Chloe surprised me on the show. I thought that she was she was far and away magnetic on the screen. I think when she's on the screen, you, you're kind of drawn to her. She's she's really great in the show. Um, I can't really spoil. I was gonna see. Yeah, I want to really start sp- talking about shit, but it's like I we, you can't I guess really spoil can't. what happens. To people who haven't seen it yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think Damson Idris needs to get a. He needs to find a new voice. A yeah, new vocal range. it's funny for uh, that was a. <laughs> He's only been in like one episode I've seen so far, and he's been the low spot for me. I think yes. he he comes in with like a LA accent. It's like in Texas. Can, we, just... can we talk about Damson real quick? Because I've also been watching Snowfall. Now that's where I'm not gonna withhold my thoughts. I haven't watched Snowfall. I didn't watch. <laughs> I didn't finish Snowfall last season. I kind of just fell out of. That is not where I'm gonna withhold my thoughts. Okay. Well, yeah, go ahead. Man. I think between this show and Snowfall, I think it's time for Damson to just leave the the leave the the world of America. I think it, I think it's time for him to because the thing with Snowfall this season is I feel like they they get a lot of reaction from him yelling, uh. and doing those scenes where he's yelling. Yeah, are they doing that a lot this season? They're doing that a lot because someone season. was like, "Yeah, he's a great actor." I, you don't remember this scene the one he yells at the guy in the car? Yeah, he's just yelling. I hate that scene. <laughs> I like I'm like this isn't tight to me, and it, it, for me it's like if Snowfall is supposed to be based on L.A. drug dealers, Free Ray, Ricky Ross, whatever it is. Yeah. That's not how them niggas act and moved and looked to me yeah. from I, I, from what I saw growing up. And I might not have seen it as clear as other people was. I was younger, of course. But they look more like Jerome in the show. Yeah, yeah. They act more like, uh, you know, Scully. Man, boy, like I just the, the the character that Damson's playing in Snowfall just feels inauthentic to L.A. And it just feels like, okay, like... You're just this. I don't know. It just didn't like feel real. Boy, like, like I, I mean, I've I've had conversations with Free Ray Ricky Ross. He is not Damson Idris. Uh, he's not Franklin. <laughs> he's not Franklin at all. I, I wait, think you you wait you you talked to Free Ray Ricky Ross. Yeah, yeah. He's man. Free Ray Ricky Ross used to be around. Like he's been in my office before, and like yeah. he was yeah. Like him and Jay Worthy are really close. That's, that's and Jay Worthy so brought random. him around. It's so random. <laughs> so but I, I spent significant time with him. He's interesting character. I think what it's devolved in Snowfall into making it's basic TV one on one where the good guy that you got to root for they got to make you root against them this mm. season. And I think that okay, obviously I knew this was coming. It's the final season. It doesn't feel final. It feels very much like thrown together. Like this is we're just gonna throw this together at the last minute. I think Damson has kind of he's kind of regressed. I feel like I feel like maybe the hype is caught up to him, but I feel like his like where he was measured and very like. He was like a measured chaos in Snowfall, and that's why we loved him because he was very—he never like went off, and it, it was like when he did, it was at certain points, like the car scene, which mm-hmm. was we hadn't seen him do that before. But in this season, it's just like he's just gonna yell all the time and and cuss and say nigga and and like real weird voices. And then I watch him and and swarm, and I'm like, did this did this nigga sound like Mac Ten, and he's supposed to be from Houston, Texas? Yeah, it was like one time I heard a little bit of a Southern accent, but I, for the most part, it just sounded like an American accent, which you couldn't isn't get, authentic. You couldn't get Bun B or Mike Jones or anybody to come through and, and help him with the with the vocal talents. Yeah, he, had, he like, had Dub C for Snowfall. That's what I'm saying, and I feel like it. He's he really lives that in every yeah. one of his American accents. Like I haven't seen him in anything else. Um, outside of, of outside of these two things, but I think that he was definitely a low point for Swarm for me. And when he's on screen, it's just like everyone keeps talking about the sex scene with yeah. with, with with Chloe. That wasn't Chloe, was it? No, it was actually. So I mean, that's what she's saying. I, when I first watched it, I thought it was a stunt double. She said it was really him, and they had like a ball in between them. Um, yeah, they that's how they kind of simulate the sex. So it's like it's bouncing back and forth. They have, I guess, they wear like some type of like. All right, how you how you acted? Who? If there's just a ball between y'all. What you mean? How you acting? What you mean? Like when you acting, like how how are you like a bouncy ball in that scene? Yeah, I mean it's just like holding. That's the ball crazy. Steady. Yeah, that's how they do it. I don't. I mean, I I wasn't on set, obviously. So I don't know, but <laughs> that's how they do those. Things. He said that was her. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but everyone keeps talking about the scene. He's terrible in the scene. I mean, yeah, the way he look at the camera and <laughs> wink. I'm just, I, I'm just. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not a fan of him. I don't know what it is. Like I can't. It, it doesn't feel nothing he does feels authentic, authentic? to me. It's like I want to see him play a, a London nigga. Like let yes. me see you do that. Let me see you be on top. Boy. Here's my thing: you're not Idris Elba. Idris Elba could go back. Like man, he, he I has just range. no. You don't understand. I just said this yesterday. I said I said he's not even the best Idris. Exactly. <laughs> like he's not even the best Idris out right now. Like Idris Elba is smoking him. Yes, smoking him easily. So 100%. I don't know, man. I'll, shout out to him. He's uh, people love him. He's killing it right now. Shout out to, hey, he got Lori Harvey. So, Lori, this, bro. So, hey, funniest tweet I saw. Triple salute. Funniest tweet I saw is when they was out and someone said he didn't pay extra for the PDA package. 
Man, I saw that photo. She said that she had body makeup on, so she wasn't trying to get it all over her, his suit. <laughs> I respect it, man. I'm not I, the 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 arranged relationship thing is definitely something that happens in Hollywood. Shout out to Ruby Rose in French Montana. We were strange. Um, is that arranged? Strange and random. It ain't real, nigga. They the way to pop like they, they. I saw a video. They call paparazzi themselves. So I maybe they are together and they just wanted people to know. But that gives that's giving a range to me. Back to Damson. <laughs> um, Damson and Laura Harvey. Like shout out to them. Shout out to them both. She's made a career out of turning niggas up. He's made a career out of being American. <laughs> Hey man, shout out to them, man. I, I, I salute. I'm never, I'm never a hater. Um, I'm not a hater either. I'm just saying, man. You need a, you need a new vocal coach, and I feel like you need to like, like tighten up a little bit. Like the shirt off was. Oh, you know what though? When he had his shirt off, I'm like, okay, that gives me hope because that nigga <laughs> ain't, he ain't super cut up. He, I, I really was thinking. I ain't go front when he had his shirt off. I'm I like, was oh. like, because I'm tired oh, of like, shit. I'm tired of Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors and like y'all niggas is super cut up Creed boxer. <laughs> That nigga Damson like, just, looking like me. Yeah. That nigga just look like, like, bruh, shirt off Damson. <laughs> if I'm in that scene, I'm just going to have to just do some, like, nigga, right before 50 crunches, right before I get into the scene. Especially next to Chloe. Like, I can't be, like, walk up to Chloe like this. Yeah, she was looking bad. In that yeah, style. I can't walk up to Chloe naked like this Not with the Chloe. ball in between us. Oh, my God. I can't do that. No, and that's it. I watched an interview with her. Just going back to that scene, she was like, he made her feel very comfortable. Yeah, it's good. And that's what I think is a part of his appeal. Mm-hmm. He's a very, um, he's a nice guy. Mm-hmm. It's good. Like, nice guy. That's why Michael B. Jordan, Jonathan Majors, like, all these people that are so polarizing and people have so many opinions on, but these guys are nice guys. Yeah, it's yeah, nice. Nice except, guys are finishing first right now. Except like, for Jonathan Majors taking a cup everywhere. That shit. I think weird. that's weird as fuck, but <laughs> nice guy. <laughs> cool guy. Yeah. Yeah, real, real cool guy. All right, that, that's our time. That, that that's what that beat lets me know uh thank you guys for listening to the show mm-hmm. uh we have a new episode of black print radio coming out are we, are we gonna have the scheduled guest that we supposed to have uh who was it they, oh yeah, yeah yeah i just had uh dinner with him mike okay. carson's gonna be the guest yes he said he's down if it's not mike carson did we have chris sanford yet right on rapture yeah man oh we had yes. him right? yeah, last year yeah, yeah i'm tripping all right um because they're, they're working on it now i just want to just oh wow okay shout yeah, out to yeah. that that's a scoop right there yeah big scoop yeah, I'm in love with the flex ball today. Uh, shout out to shout out to Chris Sanford. He actually uh, he's like he's been listening. He's been oh yeah, listening. yeah. He's he's been checking us out. Um, but yo, thank you guys for listening. B sides coming up this week as well. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and make sure you subscribe to our Patreon too, so you can get that uh, the audio from my computers as well. Um, thank you guys for listening. So we'll see you guys in in shit a week <laughs> for Blackbeard Radio. We, right back. We don't we don't we don't stop. And pl- of course, we got Throwblacks coming. So that new topic. The new album is coming up very, very soon. I don't know if people want us to get in our alternative bag. I don't, I don't know. People have been saying, like, yo, y'all got to do alternative bag next. But I'm like, I want to. Not that I wanna, fast. I wanna, like, <laughs> give me some time. I got to ease into Slow it. Slow burn. <laughs> Josh is like, not episode two, my nigga. Yeah. I got the perfect album to make Josh listen to. You know, was it uh, some Linkin Park or some shit? Nah, at, close. I, I'll talk about it besides. We'll, <laughs> we'll see you guys in a couple of days for Blackbeard Radio. For Josh and MC, I'm Justin. Peace out, y'all.